0: Hello, Tom Myers here. If you're like me and you've got a lot to say, a lot of stories to share, a lot of opinions to give, then listen up. I'm going to talk about something that's going to take your passion for podcasts to the next level. I'm talking about the 7 Million Bikes podcast course. This is the podcasting course you need. Imagine having the skills, the knowledge, and the confidence to create, produce, and grow a successful podcast. And you're not doing it alone. I'm talking about Neil Mackay, the podcast guy, founder of 7 Million Bikes Podcasts. He knows what it takes to turn your passion into a podcast that stands out. He's going to guide you through everything from podcast ideas that resonate to nailing that audio production and even editing your episodes like a pro. With 23 tutorials and over three hours of video content, this course is packed with practical tips, real-world examples, and everything you need to know to get started. Just $97 for a wealth of knowledge, Knowledge that'll set you up for podcasting success? It's a no brainer. Think about it less than a hundred bucks to unleash your creativity, share your story, and potentially even turn your passion into a profitable business. People like Ian Payton, who's taken the course, launched their own podcast, and already in the top 10% of podcasts worldwide. And you could be next. The 7 Million Bikes Podcast course is your ticket to podcasting greatness. Go to the link in my show notes right now and let's make your podcasting dream a reality. Hi, I'm A Aaron, the owner and producer of Oddly Funny Productions. That's A W D L Y Funny Productions. Bombing Run, the original comedy combat game show. It's an hours worth of comedians clashing with their jokes. And soon to be released, Orb's Wacky World, a talk show with a twist. It will be a mix of comedy unusual questions and music with orb as the host oddly funny productions we might be odd but we bring the funny to
1: you that's a-w-d-l-y Funny Productions.
0: Hey everyone, it's me again. If you're tired of listening to this show with all these ads in the way, go ahead and subscribe to my Patreon. In addition to listening to this show without the ads, you also get extended versions of these episodes and bonus clips as well. Doesn't cost that much. You can get plans for as low as $1 a month. You can show the love and your support. Just go to patreon.com slash Tom Myers, spelled M-Y-E-R-S, and subscribe and listen and enjoy today. Again, that's patreon.com slash And welcome to Tom Myers versus the rest of the world. Former Vice President Mike Pence will not appeal a court's decision to testify before a special prosecutor, Jack Smith's grand jury. The agreement to testify was reached when one of the judges let Pence call him mother. <laughs> Congressman Jim Jordan held a field hearing in New York City this week on why there is so much violence in the city. As if New Yorkers need another reason to shoot stuff. Uh. This would be one of those moments where I would actually like to see the Naked Cowboy upstage someone. Although Jim Jordan would probably think the Naked Cowboy is one of the wrestling students whose complaints of sexual abuse he ignored. Since it's New York City, it would have been fitting if the venue ended up canceling the meeting because Jim Jordan couldn't meet the bring requirement. That was for the back of the room. Someone heckled former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi by calling her a sad old drunk as if it's a bad thing she was born and raised in baltimore where sad old and drunk are retirement goals and if you hit all three you get the trifecta sean hannity apologized to his listeners for a minutes long radio blackout during his show there's no need to apologize sean a blackout is the most informative part of am talk radio robert f kennedy jr is challenging Biden for the Democratic nomination for president in 2024. How does Kennedy think he can take on the Democratic establishment? He's an anti-vaxxer. He's afraid to take on a needle. Robert F. Kennedy taking on Biden is like going to a dogfight and bringing a Jack Russell Terrier. (laughs) And now on with the show. Please join me in welcoming Jeff Heisen, Abby Mello, and Polite Kitty. Hey,
4: thank you, Tom.
0: Uh, everyone welcome back
4: Uh, what have we been up to uh, these past couple of weeks well Jim Jordan did go to New York and as someone who was born and raised in New York I note that his neighbor wherever he was in New York didn't beat him up there that only happened in his hometown and I have to say New York is safer than the Ohio State wrestling locker room so Jim Jordan can just go STFU
0: oh three years on this show and jeff is starting to spell out bad words now we're gonna actually get him to say it next season
5: he didn't say it just spelled it
0: (laughs) baby steps abby baby steps
6: well i just got Uh, back from new york so (laughs) i didn't run into jim Jordan, and i'm still here so we're safe
4: (laughs) (laughs) that's right and also, uh-huh. Tom, we noticed that, t- that on the day that we're recording this, Fox News settled its defamation lawsuit with Dominion and had to pay almost $800 million. Think about what they were trying to avoid by settling for that incredible amount. And of course, people on the left are upset that Dominion accepted the money because they wanted blood. They wanted Murdoch's head on a skewer in, in open court. But this is a private lawsuit and Dominion would have gotten the money in years because Fox would have appealed and then appealed that and then they wouldn't have gotten the money. A guarantee as as senior legal analyst for the Tom Myers versus the rest of the world podcast that uh, Fox is paying Dominion sooner than later. So this is a victory, even though liberals, many liberals aren't going to see it as as such. How do you feel about it? I just
0: feel as though there will probably be less disinformation on there now, Uh, not because they're afraid of lawsuits, but because now to make up the loss, they're going to have to start airing more commercials for gold.
6: (laughs) Yeah, I, I'm a liberal, and I, I see it as a win, I guess, but I definitely see some new flashy cards or something coming up the pipeline for them. <laughs>
4: yeah, they, they the, their attorneys were told, get rid of this. We don't want to talk in court. Yeah,
6: exactly.
0: It's a ritual. Every year, thousands of young college students converge on the beaches of Florida to relax, party, get drunk kill as many brain cells as possible and forget everything they learn in school. While it sounds pointless, the result is that they are technically eligible to become the next governor of Florida. This of course, yeah. being the state where their official slogan is don't say gay, but their unofficial stance is welcome to the porn capital of the Southeastern United States and proud home of the guys who make the bang bus videos <laughs> with all the measures being taken by that state's government. It's no wonder that melanoma caused by the lack of sunblock is the least (laughs) severe form of cancer in Florida. Joining us tonight to discuss spring break and all of its mayhem, please welcome back to the show, Joe Gorman.
7: Oh my God. Thank you so much, Tom. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Ah man, I love, I love spring break, you know, there's nothing cooler (laughs) than that, man, it's I feel like spring break is is wasted on on the the youth. Like when you're in elementary school, you're like, oh, it's spring break. You're just gonna have time off from school. Who cares? But oh my god, when you're in college and you can get alcohol and just get wasted, oh, it's it's awesome, man. I'm all we're all about it. If anything. Spring break is wasted on the young. Like we adults should have spring break. People that pay taxes should have spring break. And we don't have, we we just have, we have a, uh, we have paid time off. We, uh, Amer- we, a uh, society should come to a screeching halt during spring break. That's what should happen. That should just be, uh, that should just be a full week of, of siesta, you know, and, and we all just recuperate and just get as hammered as possible. Uh Overeat. And, oh, and and while spring break is happening, you have the metabolism of a twenty-year-old. How amazing! <laughs> Everyone wins. No, yeah. <laughs> then we can just. I will feel it, man. It's it, I. I love it. I love that time off. We don't. We don't do that anymore. You know. I almost forgot it was spring because I had to work. How, how awful is that, man? There should be blue jays singing at my windowsill every day, but there's not. You know, so. We need it, man. I'm a I'm a huge fan. Uh we need to get wasted all that. you get. The, there's there's you know, getting getting drunk is one thing, but getting wasted in a pool, that's something else. And that's a spring break specialty. Any other time, it's a massive problem. But during spring break, you're a party animal. That's the only <laughs> time you get a pass, man. Other otherwise, it's a serious intervention waiting to happen. But during spring break, we're all good
0: given that we are a panel full of comedians, I don't think an encouragement to uh, get wasted and nap for an extended period of time is probably a good idea. I mean, Jeff's the exception among us, probably, but like for the rest of us, I think that that might not be the best, uh, (laughs) might not be the best idea. Well, Abby, you're the uh, college professor among us. I'm sure, you know, you have, uh, you have your thoughts on this in terms of, uh, what, what your experience is like when, you know, all these great young, wonderful minds return. They're all ready and eager to learn, I'm sure.
5: So here's the thing, I don't teach undergrads and my grad students work all the time. So spring break is completely meaningless to them uh, and to me. So, you know, we don't, we don't actually get that time off. There's just no children running around the building.
4: See, what I'm envisioning here is Joe's idea as as a movie and joe all of us need to be in this movie so you're going to write up the the script spec and it's about a guy who runs for president and he one part of his platform is that all of america gets one week off in the in uh say march and schools are out colleges are out and adults can do anything they want in certain because work there's no work, yeah. And okay, what and about a,
5: all of the people who entertain us, like those in the service industry? Because I feel like the idea of spring break is not to then have the entire world be shut down as well. So you know, in this in this hypothetical, that means there's no grocery stores, there's no restaurants, yeah. You know. Well, there goes that idea.
7: A return to nature. We become hunter gatherers once again. Wouldn't that be? You know what? You know, what's funny is that um, Jeff essentially described like the purge where it's like everything's legal. And that's the reality in America is like, oh, yeah, you could do anything you want. It's like, great. I'm going to sleep and I'm not going to go to work. And I'm not gonna get in trouble for that. That's all that would happen. Like, don't don't believe Hollywood trying to be like, oh, everyone's gonna murder and, and kill and society's gonna fall apart. Everyone's just gonna be like, Oh, I I don't have to go to work and no one's gonna yell at me. I'm gonna do that. I don't I don't think it's gonna be mass hysteria. I think it's everyone's just gonna very much chill out, you know. I think that's well, what's
5: gonna do the European model and just take off
6: all of August. Yeah. I, I mean, like I ho- I homeschool and I'm a full-time performer so we kind of do that anyways (laughs) (laughs) what you guys are talking about
0: (laughs) the notion of spring break officially jumping the shark occurred in 2020 during the early days of COVID-19 in this throwback clip we see someone who earned his 4.0 in honors dumbass explaining his rationale for attending Florida during an uncontrolled respiratory pandemic
1: if I get Corona, I get Corona. At the end of the day, I'm not going to let it stop me from partying. You know, I've been waiting. We've been waiting for Miami spring break for a while. About two months, we've had this trip planned. Two, three months. So we're just not even having a good time. Whatever happens, happens. With the bars being closed, you know, we'll find alternatives. Unfortunately, it does suck that the bars and restaurants are closed, but we'll find ways out I, I
0: mean, he sounds like his lungs and his vocal cords are the only parts of
4: him that know he's fighting COVID if that's what spring break is like I want no part of it
6: I love his measurement of time he's been waiting forever it's been like two months bro
7: <laughs> that young man was a hero <laughs> <laughs> he didn't he overcame a great fear for what he believed in Whenever, when, when society was like hey you're wrong he stood firm and was like no I want a fucking party
0: man <laughs> <laughs> My said he was waiting forever clearly his major is not math so may not.
5: Well, he had to pull all of the money that his parents give him for christmas before he could afford the tickets okay
0: <laughs> in addition to reckless beach activities the behavior of out-of-towners affects businesses away from the ocean in this report we learn how business owners in panama city beach handle the onslaught of spring break visitors.
1: Rowdy crowds gathered in large numbers throughout Panama City Beach last night, prompting many businesses to close their doors. Local fine dining establishment Firefly closed three hours early Saturday night. Tell people that have their anniversary dinner or their birthday dinner, you know, scheduled, you know, an eight o'clock reservation. I got to call them and say, hey guys, we got to, we got to cancel
7: you. You know, that, that birthday and anniversary only comes around once a year. So it's a uh, you got people that came into town for it those decisions aren't taken lightly but at the end of the day you, know, you gotta be concerned about you know public safety and and the safety you you know you're just your staff
1: the manager of the pink pelican ice cream bar says they had hardly any business saturday night because of the crowds
7: last night uh there is just mayhem there is people all over the
1: sidewalks uh enough to where people couldn't uh, freely walk through the sidewalk. Some were concerned when word spread that Walmart and Waffle House had closed early. When you got
7: Walmarts and Waffle Houses, and see when you have, you know, things that don't ever shut down, shutting down, you
2: know, there's a problem. Like they went to Walmart, messing a Walmart. So that part is messed up how they came down here and because ruckus because we just came to have fun not to mess up what everybody had going on because people still live here people still have lives at the end of the day
1: the Panama City Beach Police Department released a statement saying quote we are aware of the social media videos that are circulating and like you we believe the behavior of the people in these videos is reprehensible with that said what you don't see in those videos is the response to those incidents and the efforts we took and are taking in an attempt to hold the criminals accountable
7: it's a shame if somebody came down here and knows this was their first visit to Panama City Beach and they're going to walk away thinking this is this is the norm and it's not, you know. So that to me is why we try to get a handle on this as quick as possible because it can't continue to happen.
0: I mean, I've never been to a Walmart that didn't look like a riot had taken place. And sure. like, why are Walmarts and Waffle Houses suddenly the canaries in the coal mine uh, okay. when it comes to
4: public safety? Is that is that where you're going on your spring break to Walmart? absolutely
6: I, I was gonna say I've been to Waffle House and let me tell you when Waffle House closes there are riots <laughs> those people yeah, are nuts
7: it's like yeah, it's like the fine dining establishments and, and the ice cream parlors are closing down you don't do that it's like it's what about the bars that you know it's like that would be the ones that would stay open and profit it's like it's like man I can't wait to go to Baskin Robbins it's spring break <laughs> Triple scoop baby load up those sprinkles, man. I'm partying. Let's yeah, get some not... faux gras afterward at a at a five-star Michelin restaurant. Afterwards, it's like calm down. <laughs> They're college kids. They they have a small window of opportunity to commit major felonies uh-huh. before the weight of the world crushes their dreams. Let them enjoy stuff. <laughs> the ozone's not healing.
4: Let them let them have fun. Is that the slogan in, in Panama City? Uh Florida a spring break come here before the weight of the world crushes your dreams. <laughs> it should be. <laughs>
6: they need to save every, for every, their bail money. You know,
0: every movement has, has its origin. This podcast is going to be the movement to get Panama city Beach's new slogan. I love it. <laughs> Free from the risks of dying from COVID, there are many other ways to cause irreparable damage to oneself in this post-apocalyptic world, as this news report of a newly trending beach activity shows
2: us. If you've been at Fort Lauderdale Beach this week, or even if you've been scrolling through social media, you may have seen what looks like a fight club on the beach. While spring breakers say it's all for fun, officials are saying they're worried that someone could get seriously hurt. and roll time, baby! What do you get when you have spring break and St. Patrick's Day at Fort Lauderdale Beach? A little bit of craziness.
3: Lit party. Have a good time with your friends.
2: It's just awesome. It's just just, like there's no better way to
6: describe it. It's like the best feeling ever.
2: You get a little bit of everything, but there's one spring break activity that's catching the eyes of officials at Fort Lauderdale Beach. The
1: Oklahoma drills. So basically, it's two people lying head to head. They'll say, one, two, three, go. They'll they get both up. get up and try to, like, one person has a football, they're trying to get through them. Other guys just to tackle them. It's, it's amazing.
2: During the drills, the person who tackles their opponent to the ground first wins.
3: I just like running people over, so it's fun. Have you done it? Yeah. Did you win? Yeah, of course. <laughs> people got really aggressive. So.
2: It's honestly been entertaining for me to watch. Very entertaining, to say the least. While onlookers say they enjoy watching the friendly Sandy scuffles, officials are expressing concern.
1: They're clashing in a football drill type way with head on collisions with no protective gear whatsoever.
2: And these playful beach battles can also result in serious consequences.
1: We can potentially see, you know, broken shoulders, clavicles, injuries to the face, broken noses, jaws, and even worse, you know, we worry about paralysis. It just takes one person not understanding the impact of slamming another person to the ground in a a unfavorable way. And now we have a cervical injury.
2: While no injuries have been reported, officials are urging, breakers to take it easy when it comes to this beach fight club in fort lauderdale adam McAllister, cbs news miami
0: man i love how they had the overhead shots of the fights on the beach i mean if if i wanted to watch a blob without any brain cells wandering around aimlessly in a tropical setting i mean i could save my money go to the national aquarium downtown and just look at the jellyfish exhibit
6: Which one of these meatheads started the Tide Pod Challenge? Because I know it was (laughs) one of these guys. (laughs) I
0: love
7: love the drone footage. I love that. I also liked it when the doctor was like rattling off all the injuries that could happen. And then the the reporter immediately went, no injuries have been reported yet, but it could happen. It's (laughs) like, all right. It it seems like all the right people, like if it's two dumb people that want to get into like a, a tussle. Those seem like the right people. It's not like it, it it's way worse if they were just like tackling random people. But if it's two consenting adults stepping into that ring, being filmed, who are we to say what's right and wrong?
4: The reporter said it was Fight Club, but whatever happens in Fort Lauderdale Beach isn't staying in Fort Lauderdale Beach.
5: <laughs> this is the reason why boys under the age of 25 are incredibly expensive to insure, okay? Like they're just stupid and they do dumb things and i i I don't know i I have nothing else to say about that and i completely agree with joe if two consenting idiots want to slam into each other for entertainment purposes uh who am i to judge but what have you learned so
4: far tom in the cumulative uh videos so far spring break something that i'm not familiar with consists of going to waffle house Mm -hmm. going to walmart and smashing other guys on the beach. Is that basically it? Is that is that what goes on at spring break?
6: Smashing, yes, very much so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not that type of smashing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you basically just described what going to school was like in the late 90s in Northern Harford County, Maryland. Also, I love how Ron DeSantis doesn't want public school or public university students to learn about gay people but he has no problem with you know two shirtless men just having split second homoerotic contact on his state beaches.
5: <laughs> no there's an explicit rule that neither of those guys that participate can be attracted to men
6: um, you're just not saying it
0: <laughs> that's the part of beach fight club they don't talk about that's right for those self-conscious attendees looking to do a casual hookup, there are always new methods to become noticeable to the opposite sex. In these YouTube video excerpts, we can see why the future of life on this planet, as we know it, is and should be doomed. How
3: do you survive spring break? What do you do? Lots
6: of water. Lots of water. Gatorade.
3: Okay. Very no
5: no, good. Um, I just make sure that I every time I get home safe. I don't want to
1: be out in the streets, you know. Uh,
3: okay. And what water. Do- and water. What about you?
1: I feel like anytime I go out,
3: like I'm just used to it by now. You're used to it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys, listen. We need to get to the bottom of this. Who's sleeping around in the friend group? Who the fuck is sleeping around? Um, the one who's not here
5: right now. She's over there. Oh yeah. You, we gotta get
3: her. Do you know where she is? Do you know where she is? No, no,
5: wait, we can't.
3: No, yes, yeah. we can. Are you putting something on the show right now? Yeah. Do you have any advice for me? Like, you, you, could you actually put that on me? I, I didn't bring any. Let me put <laughs> sunscreen so, on you. Yeah. Yeah, come on. No, low key. Like, I might get skin cancer and I'm gonna blame you. Everybody's gonna watch this and be like, that girl in the video, she didn't fucking do it. You know, she could have done you the little service. So, are you down to help me out? Okay. Oh, goddamn. That's colder than my ex girlfriend. Holy fuck. Jesus. All right, what's your name? Kendall. Okay, Kendall. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing. I have a very quick question if you don't mind. Oh, no. I'm scared. No, you're scared. I'm not gonna attack you. Nope. Cool. All
1: right, let me ask you a question. All right, what's up? How much attention are you looking for? For, like, like, why, why are you doing this? Like, is so this TikTok or, no, like, you so, just like the attention? No, so basically we're
3: streaming... YouTube? No, so we're streaming for Pornhub.com right now. Oh, yeah. And so basically, like, I interview the girls and then we, you know, if they want, with consent, obviously, we take them home after we do, like, casting couch and shit. All right. So you are play. you down? Peace out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> because it wouldn't be a spring break episode without showing someone who would
4: give off incel vibes. Fox News really has changed after the Dominion settlement. <laughs> <laughs> I
7: I like it cuz it shows that the hustle never stops like instead of just getting fucked up at 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 the beach and hitting on people he's like you know what got to get a couple of hits on the old YouTube and TikTok while I'm at it and he had his <laughs> little you know you know what really sucks is like the camera guy who was probably just there to hang out and he's like hey I need you to film this on your iPhone. And he was like, really? I just kind of want to do mushrooms and and hang out and listen to music. And now all of a sudden he has to be like a Steven Spielberg director for this jerk at the beach, like hitting on women. And no woman was into it. That was the other cool thing is like, they were like, damn, this guy sucks. Everyone thought he sucks. That was awesome. No one was like, oh, that's kind of, you're kind of charming and interesting. They were all like, this dude sucks. It's lucky that he had abs or he wouldn't have nothing, man. If I had, oh man, if I was on the beach, oh, I'd be like, hey, what's up? Where are you from? What do you do? What's yours? Oh, some top tier crowd work. That's the one thing these influencers don't have.
6: Yeah, I was going to say that guy definitely looked like he was halfway down a K hole somewhere. Oh yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, that video was, the video in its entirety was about nine minutes long. And I only got through the first three and a half minutes before I just said, okay, I had enough of this.
5: Where and did you those find excerpts that, are Tom? from those
0: three and a half minutes.
5: Where did you find that video?
0: I literally Googled spring break douchebag, and that was the first <laughs> thing that
5: popped up. Well, uh, the reason I ask is because I want to know if he posted that because he thinks it's flattering for him Or if like somebody else like revenge posted it because he looks so dumb in the video. You know what I mean? He's making such an ass out of himself that I'm like, does he did he do this to himself or did someone do this to him?
0: Well, it's on his YouTube channel, but I think Joe has a point. Maybe the cameraman is the guy who runs the channel and he goes on to Reddit or whatever other site. And this is, hey, look at what an asshole my friend is.
6: Yeah, because I don't think a lot of people like realize the consequence of putting everything on the internet anymore. Back in the day, we had VHS tapes. You had to go to the VCR, put the tape into the v- the VHS thing, into the VCR and watch it. There was like a lot of steps. Now you can just click it on a phone or a device anywhere and pull up meatheads like this guy. <laughs>
5: I mean, his future wife is, is really going to have a field day with that video. I mean, like anybody <laughs> you're on any dating app, right? The first thing they're going to do is Google you. That video is going to come up and they're going to be like, oh, you're just an asshole. Like, I, yeah, I don't, know.
6: I don't see the we, motivation. Future husband, future husband, maybe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's very optimistic. You think this guy's going to have a wife. <laughs> <laughs> to sum up. The chaos that occurs during spring break gets so out of control that our only hope is an accident during an offshore drilling expedition, creating an oil spill that makes the Deepwater Horizon disaster look like someone sharted in the pool. We can only hope that such an ecological disaster will keep spring breakers away, but if the COVID outbreak of 2020 taught us anything, it's that the possibility of death makes spring break even more fun. In fact, There is the possibility that such an occurrence will bring college students to the newly oil-drenched shores of Florida in an effort to get in contact with the oil slicks. The useless so-called absorbent booms in place, presumably to stop the spread of oil in the waterways, will be used not to absorb the oil, but to be used as swimming noodles to ride the waves and get drenched in oil. The sole purpose of this activity, of course, is for the spring breakers to themselves absorb as much of these oil spills as possible. Why do such a foolish activity? Why else but to become the next big superhero? Tens of thousands of spring breakers frustrated over rising fuel costs will all compete to undergo a genetic transformation thanks to the slick their bodies will accidentally ingest and use their newfound superpower to ease the planet's energy crisis. One of these lucky oil swimmers will become the next defender of fuel consumption. Thinking all they will have to do will be to defecate into their Jeep Wranglers, they will surely be able to power their vehicle to the next impromptu clearance sale at Dollar General or the next Beach Fight Club. Little do these big dreamers, a.k.a. complete idiots, know that they will be completely duped, having maxed out their parents' credit cards on subscriptions to slur podcasts hosted by people claiming to be visionary comics – I put that term in air quotes for those of you listening via audio – they will have depleted their entire travel budget. Unable to get home, they will live the remaining days in one of the lots left abandoned by the Disney Corporation thanks to the anti-woke laws put into place by Ron DeSantis. The once-mighty mobiles of these young potential superheroes will be rotted out in these lots overgrown with weeds, which is these guys' only hope of keeping and maintaining a houseplant, and thus their only opportunity of being able to cohabitate with another living organism with their only fans accounts having been deactivated for the breach of terms of service agreements. The once mighty alpha males will have no choice, but to earn beer money by resorting to starring in the newly formed homosexual version of bang bus. God bless <laughs> spring break and God bless America. And on that note, that's our show. I want to thank Jeff Heisen, Abby Mello, Polite Kitty, and Joe Gorman.
4: Woo, thanks for Thank having you, Tom.
0: This episode was written and hosted by Tom Myers with panelists Jeff Heisen, Abby Mello, and Polite Kitty and guest Joe Gorman. Theme music composed and arranged by your own Vandenberg. Executive producers Tom Myers, Matt Connerton for IPM Nation and Eddie Carson for Odyssey Radio. Please leave a five-star rating and a positive review on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast's Patreon for extended episodes, bonus clips, and more. Thank you for listening, and please visit TomMyers.us. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. If you want to listen to more of this episode, go ahead and subscribe to my Patreon. There you can get extended versions of episodes like this one, as well as bonus clips. You can even listen to regular episodes without all these pesky little ads through which you have to fast forward. Doesn't really cost that much. Plans as low as $1 a month. Go to patreon.com slash Tom Myers, spelled M-Y-E-R-S. Show the love, subscribe, show your support today. That's patreon.com slash Tom Myers. Hi
7: everyone. I'm Orb. I am not the official spokesperson for Oddly Funny Productions. That's A-W-D-L-Y, Funny Productions. Aaron ron is tied up right now. Shut up, I'll untie you in a minute. Here at Oddly, we're producing some great shows. Bombing Run, where comedians compete to see who's Joker Ace. And Orb's Wacky World, a talk show with a mix of comedy, uncomfortable questions, and music hosted by yours truly. When you think of comedy, think of Oddly Funny Productions. That's A-W-D-L-Y, Funny Productions. Now, how do I get out of here?
2: Love this podcast? Support this show through the a supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now.